0: hello hey everyone welcome to that's too loud podcast (laughs) this is jordan vickers this is jesse fleming and we have
1: a couple guests with me with you (laughs)
0: wow (laughs) who's here so we have my husband jono fleming with us hello it's me and then sitting in the room also is our wonderful producer slash jordan's husband jordan jordan and jordan boy jordan boy jordan,
1: and jordan boy
0: jordan is here yep so they're kind of just gonna be our background noise jono um said he can give some comments that's why he has a mic comment comment yeah but we're super excited because it's our new series, series. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited we really love doing the enneagram series but yeah um we're really looking forward to this new one yes
1: we are that's true yeah We've kind of
0: called mm-hmm. it our fall series, I guess. But
1: uh-huh. Fall spooky series. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this is
0: going to be good. You're allowed to laugh.
1: <laughs> you can laugh. Oh, gosh. I'm allowed uh, to laugh. That's good
0: to know. John, you're <laughs> allowed to laugh when we cue you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Jordan has the sign here where yeah. he can hold it up and says laugh. Applause <laughs> 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 and it blinks. Yes. Yeah. And when it stops blinking. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah. So yeah, we're super excited. Yep. Um so
0: Jordan's a- birthday is tomorrow everybody. Tomorrow, real time, Boys. real time. It's not your guys days time. when you guys are listening to it. Yeah, October 19th. So wish her happy late birthday when you hear
1: yeah. this. Yeah. turning
2: 19 on the 19th.
1: Yep, her golden- I'm so no. old <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like going along with it too. I'm 25. I was like only she's not 19. Here's a story. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. I went to the bank today and I had this check and I was like trying to figure out it was like made out to someone else, but it also had my name on it. So I was like, do I need their signature or whatever? So I went and I asked. Did it have lady,
0: boy's name on it? Because it's technically your name.
1: Yeah, it did have boy's name on it. Okay. But I just was acting like it was my name because uh-huh. it is my name. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I'm like, I go in and I'm like, so even though this has my name on it, do I still need to get like my mother? I called her my mom, but it's really my mother-in-law mm-hmm. to sign this. And she goes, Oh, I'm so sorry, sweetie. Are you are you a minor? <laughs> <laughs> and I go uh, I'm 25. So no. <laughs> and she's like, oh, "Okay. Um well, you're on your parents' insurance until you're 26. So that's probably why." And I said, "Well, I'm not why, on what? her insurance." Yeah. Cuz it was a, like a doctor's thing, like oh. a refund from the doctors or oh, whatever. Okay. So I was like, "Well, I'm not on her insurance, so that doesn't that's not why." Uh-huh. And then she she's like, do you bank here, sweetie? And I'm like, I was just like, yes. Do I need to get her signature, even though my name's on it, too? That's that's what I'm trying to figure out here, lady. Yeah.
0: Wow, that's annoying.
1: <laughs> and then I just walked out, and I was like, okay, do I have the right to be offended? Because, like, I look young, which is great. But yeah. also, it was so condescending. It was. That's annoying. She's like, do you bank here? I'm like, no, I just... Just saw the word bank and I just walked in. How <laughs> <laughs> like, do I bank? Like, lady, you're gonna are you gonna help me or not? Right. Like, and <laughs> stop then, asking me dumb questions. Yeah, and yeah. then I just went and got the signature and went through the drive-through because I was like, nope. Yeah. Not dealing with that girl again.
0: No, that's annoying.
1: Yeah. Ah. <sighs> Because I took the day off. Well, I Friday guess that's off. a
0: compliment because you kind of look young. So yeah, she's saying you. Yeah. But I'm kind. Of. kind no. And like okay. I had a
1: long sleeve she on, does. so like you couldn't see my tattoos or anything. So I guess that. Oh. And I didn't have any makeup on. I just came from the gym. But mm. I'm like, do I really look like I'm seventeen? Like.
0: No. Yeah, you don't. Maybe she thought like, yeah. I guess she would have had to think seventeen.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yep.
0: Crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that was just a sidebar. But today we're telling like our hometown true crime stories that we like. Uh Uh-huh. Ever since Jesse and I said that we want to do a podcast, I've been looking forward to this episode because I love true crime everything. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, disclaimer, Jordan is like a murderino, is that what they call them Yes. Like, she loves the, what's it, My Favorite, my Favorite Murder. Murder, the podcast. Yeah. She loves them and l- has listened to tons of their episodes and stuff. Yeah. And I've only listened to one, so that's my disclaimer, is that I really don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about either. The girls on My Favorite Murder say that they don't even know what they're talking yeah. about, so it's great. Well, hey. But, yeah, so we both went and found... um
0: a true crime story that interested us. Jordan said she found her favorite one, right?
1: Well, this one yeah. is one that like cuz if you listen to my favorite murder, they do like a segment that call it's called home like hometown. It's their mini episodes, but they just say like um send us your hometown murders or whatever. So uh-huh. I asked months ago, I asked dad. I was like, "Do you have a hometown?" like crime or hometown anything and this is one that he told me just briefly oh wow. and so i kind of dug into it a little more because i was cool. really interested in i it. bet
0: he'll be excited to hear or interested to hear yeah. more about it too yeah because
1: he said he was seven oh dang eight yeah eight dang
0: dude when this happened yeah cool yeah so go ahead okay. jordan's gonna go first and i'm gonna go next and then y'all awesome. know you can chime in too anytime you want cool. okay
1: so this is about the kidnapper Anthony, aka Tony Um Kuristus. Hmm. I don't know if that's how you say Kravitz? it. Kravitz. But... No. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Whoa. That's, uh... Just kidding. No, not true <laughs> at all. Don't sue us. <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> um okay. So Tony was born on the west side of Indianapolis. He went to Ben Davis High School. His dad owned a family business in the area. Um, so Ben Davis High School. That's where dad went. That's where dad went to high school, mm-hmm. yeah. This was, um, he was born in 1932, so he was like um, a lot older than our dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard that's that. Like a, yeah, like a haunted house. <laughs> We're dog sitting, and that was uh, the other dog.
0: Banging on the door. Yes. Anyway, keep going.
1: Yeah, so he he's from the west side of Indianapolis, which is where our dad grew up. That's where we basically grew up, as mm-hmm. the west side of Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tony, all his teachers said that he was a great student, and after graduating, Tony served in the Army for two years. <laughs> um, a deputy of Marion County Sheriff's Office said that Tony was a man who worked hard, but also had a hot temper. Mm. At the age of 26, Tony became an owner of a mobile home park, and one of the tenants recalled Tony would carry a shotgun around the property. And he said that Tony had a temper.
0: No, thank you. <laughs> that's right? <a>
1: good photo. <laughs> oh my gosh! So there's two people that says we have a temper, and then we have added in the uh, shotgun. So that's fun. Yeah. Um. So in this mobile home park that he owns, he put up a five dollar. Nope five mile per hour sign five
2: dollars so five dollars per
1: hour every yeah hour you have to pay five dollars <laughs> <laughs> dang but five miles per hour dang. yeah so like so you had to go five miles per hour in it um and he would shoot you if you don't he <laughs> <laughs> says he would use the shotgun to stop people that were breaking the speed limit oh have you guys welcome. ever gone five miles per hour it's mm. hard it's hard to hard go to five do. miles yeah. per hour yeah yeah like, I can hardly go 10 miles, 15 miles per hour. Yeah, it's rough. Um, when Tony was around 41, the deputy sheriff found, found Tony um, had cornered two men from, uh, like, the Citizen Gas Utility. Um, mm-hmm. And Tony had an axe. Oh, so An he had axe? Cornered them, Yeah, because they came on his property. Oh they my were, like, gosh. installing new gas lines or something. And he w- cornered them with an axe. Wow. Um, it says charges were not filed. <laughs> What? Come on! <laughs> After that incident, the, they said that his anger was said to be quote fearsome, quick, and heedless of consequences.
2: That mm. sounds like The Shining, exactly. <laughs> it kind of oh does. Gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Jordan would know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nine years old, Leslie. We're just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, another police report said that Tony had chased his sister with an axe. Oh boy! <gasps> and co- Tony was never convicted of that crime. What the heck, people? Um. Other people that you talked to said that he was a saint. Can I just say really
0: quick, yeah. like, if anyone does something crazy like that, always report it. I know. Like, get <laughs> yeah, a yeah, restraining order. Well, off. and this is, like, yeah. a police
1: report, so it's, like, they obviously reported it, but I don't know if, like, oh, they see. didn't oh. press the charges or what. Or
0: like, maybe it was something that came out during later in the trials or something. Maybe. I don't know what happens, obviously. Right. But
1: yeah. anyways, yeah.
0: obviously it wasn't on his record, or maybe it is now, but...
1: Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, keep going, sorry. Um, no, that's that's true, I agree with you. <laughs> um, so Tony was living in an apartment complex and his elderly neighbor said he's great. Quote, he's the nicest person anyone could hope to meet. So that's kind they of two are. different, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's like on two different ends of the spectrum there of he has really bad anger issues, but... But he's the nicest, nicest person. person I yeah. hmm. um, in the winter of 19... 77 Tony owned 17 anchor, acres on Lynnhurst and Rockville
0: Road.
1: 1977? Yes, 1977. Okay. Um, he owned 17 acres on Lynnhurst and Rockville Road, which had grace, great just recently greatly increased in value. Mm-hmm. Uh Tony wanted to turn that into a strip mall, which So, for Jono, Rockville Road is where that Best Buy is oh. that we go to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. In Lynnhurst we used to live right off yep, of we Lynnhurst. we used to live off of Lynnhurst. Yep. And um, but Tony wanted to turn this into a strip mall, which it is a strip mall now. It is now, yeah. But that's like when strip malls were like a big, new thing, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, But he was also behind on his payments for the bank for the property that he owned that was there. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: he was trying to negotiate a sale with big investors to pay it off, but then would still profit, so he wanted to pay off his loan but still make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Tony was convinced that the bank was pushing away buyers, saying that Tony would be a risky investment. Mm. Tony thought the mortgage company wanted him to foreclose so they could get their hands on his more valuable property. Basically thought... They were out to get him. Right. They're going to make him foreclose, sell it for super, like, for more, and make money off of it. Yeah, basically. Um, so he owed 130,000 on the, um, property, which I didn't look up to see how much that was in like today's money, but Mm, it's significantly more. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and the, it says the mortgage company had given him like month after month, just breaks saying like, that's fine. You can pay us next month. You can pay us next month.
0: Not anymore. They wouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. So it says
1: early in 1977, the mortgage company decided to foreclose. So -hmm. they were like, bro. Yeah, paid us in, like, six months. I don't know how long it was, but yeah. we're yeah. done. Yeah. And it probably was sweet that it was worth a lot now, you know? like Right, yeah. Um, Tony made an appointment for Tuesday, February 8th, 1977, to, vi- to visit the mortgage company and d- discuss some options. He showed up holding a long flower box and waited. <laughs> so <sighs> this your mortgage company just foreclosed you... You're gonna bring him flowers? Yeah, I'm scared hmm. of what's yeah. inside of there. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so this was February 8th, 1977. So in the flower box was a shotgun and a wire. Ooh. So his banker's name is is <laughs> Richard Hall. So what he did basically, and I have a picture to show you guys too. He put the wire around Hall's neck. Ran the wire through like the um pistol or the shotgun, mm-hmm. and then wrapped it around like the trigger. The
0: trigger. So if he moved, it would pull it. Yeah. So if okay. he tried to escape oh, wow. and
1: pull the trigger, if someone killed Tony, then in turn Hall would get killed. Mm. They said that this is wow. that this is called like the dead man's line or whatever. Okay, I didn't but know here's that was the thing. picture. <laughs> sounds like
2: saw.
0: It kind of sounds like dead man's chest or something. Oh, holy crap! Oh my
2: gosh.
1: Ugh, it's horrible. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so if the police shot Tony, then the shotgun would go off and shoot Hall in the head. The same would happen if Hall, Hall tried to escape. Um... Tony called the police from Hall's office and told the police that he had taken Hall as a hostage.
0: (laughs) He just outs himself. Hey guys, I'm doing a little thing right now. Come on and see me. Yeah. (laughs) Just Just come come
1: on and see me. me. (laughs) (laughs) So it says Tony held Hall hostage for 63 hours. What the heck, dude? Yeah. You don't get tired or you need to go to bed or pee or poop or something? yeah. Yeah. Did he not sleep that whole time? That explains everything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, During this time, most of which was spent in Tony's apartment, Tony frequently made calls to 1070 WIBC newsman Fred Heckman, Mm. um, and then he would broadcast what Tony was saying. Mm. Finally, a lawyer said that Hall... Um, which is the banker, mm-hmm. Hall had signed a document stating that he had mistreated Tony and would pay him $5 million and that Tony would not be prosecuted or even arrested. What? Whoa. The lawyer made Hall sign this? I'm assuming that it's not a real document and he was oh, just I trying see. to pretend like, mm-hmm. you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. like they, like people think, cops can't lie to people and they definitely can gotcha if you're a cop
2: you have to tell
0: me (laughs)
1: yeah oh yeah (laughs) actually i (laughs) don't that's funny yeah um tony then held a speech in front of live cameras declaring (coughs) himself a quote gd national hero (laughs) end quote His speech became so emotional that some journalists thought that he was going to shoot Hall so they terminated the live broadcast. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Eventually, however, Tony released Hall. To prove the gun that had been loaded, he fired it into the air and was immediately arrested. Wow. Dang. He was found not guilty by reason of <laughs> insanity.
0: Oh, so he claims,
1: yeah. He claimed that he was insane. that he was mentally ins- yeah, yeah.
0: Inst- unstable. Classic. Dang. So, yeah, most- classic for real.
1: Right, for real. Yeah. Um, so most people who knew Tony had good things to say about him were surprised at what he'd done, which we'd also heard that mm-hmm. some people didn't people, have nice yeah. things. Probably um, expected it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: Tony had said several times that he didn't want anyone to get hurt and apologized for the way that he treated, um, Richard Hall. Six to three uh, hours later, oh, I didn't oh, mean Oh, I, d- I didn't want you to get hurt, even though as soon as I let you go, I shot a gun into the air. Yeah, like I had it loaded and yeah. ready. It's so messed up, dude. At his trial, psychiatrists said he was psychotic and in a, quote, paranoid, delusional state during the host- hostage incident. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. So Tony was released from the mental uh-uh. institution in January of 1988, so that was 11 years later. Dang After the state could not prove that he was a danger to society, he died in January of 2005 at his home of natural causes, and he was 72 years old. Dang. So some effects things that came from this trial. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time of the trial, Indiana law and some other states required prosec- prosecution to disprove a claims or a defendant's claim to insanity. So if someone was like, "I plead insanity." You had to prove you- that they were sane. Okay. Ugh um and that says beyond a reasonable doubt or whatever Mm -hmm. so directly after this trial indiana changed their law that you have to prove that they're in insane instead of proving that they're they're sane sane. okay so basically with the old law it just was assuming if you say you're insane then you're insane you're probably
0: you probably are yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) but now they were like hmm. now people can't use it yeah like it's almost like a cop-out yeah um, that pho- photograph that I uh, showed you, John H. Blair, who was a freelance photographer, took the photograph and he won a Pulitzer Prize in 1978 for that picture. Oh, cool. cool. Footage of the incident was included in the 1982 documentary called The Killing of America. Um, as one of many examples of violence in the United States. Mm. <laughs> this case was covered on an August twenty sixteenth episode of The Dollop, which is a podcast, and I got some information from there. I also got other information from Wikipedia. Cool. But yeah. Thank you.
0: A plus. A plus. Yeah. So Dad was eight when that happened. Does he remember like it being on TV? I texted or? him about it. Mm-hmm.
1: He said that he was living in Arizona at the time. He thinks. Oh, oh he okay. said he was nine. Okay. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Cause he stopped texting me back. Thanks, Dad. I don't. Rem- <laughs> I, don't rem- I don't know if he like remembers just hearing about it or saw it on TV mm. or what. Because, but he like, remembers it. If you were in India at the time, like it was being broadcasted, so locally. you it would just
0: yeah be on your living room TV yeah. or something. That's crazy. Crazy, dude. crazy. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Insane in the
1: head. Membrane. Membrane. I know. It's insane in the m- head. I know. I wanted to <laughs> say it.
0: What do you have Whoops. for me,
1: Jesse?
2: Sorry, I dropped my phone. Know,
0: any closing thoughts on Jordan's story?
2: I really want to. I mean, I'm relating everything to movies. I just really want to see a the documentary film oh. or like some kind of cinematic recreation of. All I agree. This. Yeah. That would be really interesting.
1: I want to watch the documentary. I want to go on yeah. YouTube and watch like the live yeah thing. But it's crazy how like
0: he never. After he was released eleven years later, he d- didn't have anything else yeah, after that. Right. You know, he was, it was just, just like a
2: freak incident. Yeah, thing. he was just
0: normal. Maybe he like woke up and he was like,
1: I almost. Or maybe he actually was insane. and He got help. Maybe he really got help. Took his meds or something. You know. Yeah, maybe he really did get help. Insane. Anyway. Or maybe he did other things and never got caught. Oh yeah. Maybe he didn't. I don't know if you guys <laughs>
2: haven't seen the new Joker movie, but this sounds an awful lot like.
1: Ooh. That really. Kind of thing which
2: is just to speak to the reality of mental health and why you should get help yep
1: yeah true anyway therapists are real yep that That was like back in the 70s too like where if you were if you were insane like you could lose your job over that or like if you Mm -hmm. did need to go see a parent therapist or something like that like yeah you could lose your job dude that's right Insane.
0: yeah even if it wasn't super minor right Right. yeah Yeah. like even
1: if you had minor depression or something like that's crazy you could lose your job over that
0: So, yours all happened in 1977. Uh Uh-huh. Mine all happened in 1978. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Literally the next year, in the exact same area, um, mine takes place in Speedway. Oh, my gosh. So, me and Jordan grew up in Speedway. We went to Speedway schools Mm -hmm. until Jordan was... um, I graduated from Speedway High School. I moved to Um,
1: Brownsburg when I was a freshman.
0: Yeah, so she basically, you know, was raised in Speedway. But... So, um, I started the story... um, With a 65-year-old woman named Julia Cyphers. Julia lived in Indianapolis and had a daughter who was in a troubling relationship. Um, She violently, quote-unquote, disapproved of the man that her daughter was um, dating. Her daughter was also employed by this man. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, And he he actually ran a, a, a coffee shop, I think, called Good Earth Cafe in Broad Ripple. Oh. Where you work. Interesting. <laughs> but the man that she was dating slash employed by was named Brett Kimberlin. Um, oh, I know Brett. You know him? No, I don't. Oh, so I was like, <laughs> you might know the story already, but... No, I, I don't know if I do. Anyway, um, so one of the reasons that she disapproved their relationship so strongly is because he would often um, disappear with his girlfriend's preteen daughter like on long trips what? so this yeah. girl's
1: granddaughter
0: yeah so uh what's her name um julia's julia cyphers the grandma her daughter's daughter yeah so her granddaughter Whoa. he would disappear Weird. with her on long trips not tell like, anyone well i yeah i guess so that's all it really said but she, it did say like he would act inappropriately around her too Ew. and so it's it seemed... you call
2: that that's when you call somebody
0: yeah. yeah that's oh, yeah. It does. It does say unsupervised. So, <coughs> horrible. and and to quote her, she said that he had displayed strange affection to the preteen. I don't like it. I know. So gross. But anyway, um, on July twenty nineteen seventy eight, Julia, the grandmother, arranged for her daughter and for the granddaughter to stay with her at, at her house um, to try to keep them safe. Um, and that day a man, not Brett, a different man, um, knocked on her door and asked her about some items that she previously had out in a garage sale. Mm-hmm. So she... Does it say where she lived? It doesn't. But it says... It's in Indianapolis somewhere, like probably the yeah. Speedway area. But, um, so she took the man inside to see the garage sale items in her garage. Oh, no. And she was shot to death inside of her garage. Oh. Yep. Her husband heard the noise and ran to see what was happening and briefly saw the shooter running away and driving away. Mm. Um, and he was, yeah, the only witness. And, um, so he obviously called the police and was able to identify the man, um, and identified him as a man who was a close associate of Brett Kimberlin. Wow. So, um, and they were in the drug Hired trade.
1: Him? Huh? They were in the drug trade. They were
0: actually in the drug trade together. <laughs> they figured out later. Wow. Um, but, I said they
1: probably, he probably hired him.
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Hitman. But so later that
0: year, co- just completely separate, um, later that year, on September 1st, 1978, in Speedway, Indiana, three separate explosions went off from oh inside gosh. of trash bins around town. A trash container blew up outside um, several stores at the Speedway Shopping Center, where wow. we grew up going. Yeah. Um, and another in a dumpster in a parking lot behind the Speedway Motel. Oh
1: wow!
0: Which you probably know where that is. Um, well, I remember anyway. I don't know where
2: that is. I don't know is exactly
0: it? where that is. No, no. You don't. <laughs> where is it? Um, it's like over by the highway, like by where four sixty five is. Uh-huh. There's like the, to- the Taco Bell and like stuff. Like it. further. I think that's where the Speedway Motel is. Oh, was, okay. Further that way. Um, but as emergency crews um, were investigating the blasts um, of the first two. Um, a third bomb exploded um, on the block of Whitcomb Avenue.
1: Wow, <laughs> it's weird because it's we, like Wheeler. We,
0: that's why we. I yeah. think it's by one of the elementary schools. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah.
1: We like grew up in these streets. We
0: did. We grew up on these streets. But um... so this is still '78 over here. Um, but aside from cuts, flying and flying glass and stuff, um, no one was seriously hurt um, from these. Um, but Speedway authorities called in explosives explosive experts. Um, Good. From, like, four different intense people, like the Indiana State Police, Marion County Sheriff's Department, 64th Ordinance, oh. all kinds of things. Like, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms. Like, they were like, we yeah. got to figure oh. out what the heck is happening. Good. Because that was all, those three were on, on September 1st, one day. Oh, my gosh. So, um... They figured out that the devices were simple homemade bombs, like, constructed from, like, soda cans. Um, Weird. I know. And then um, a couple days later, on the following Saturday, um, two more explosions were, like, hit Speedway. Oh, my gosh. Um, So one blast was reported in an open field near near 10th Street, which we lived by 10th Street. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then in a cornfield um, on Norfolk Street. Which is... By
1: Newbie. Mm-hmm.
0: By Newbie. I don't
1: remember any cord fields, though.
0: <laughs> way after our time. Yeah, I must Or yeah, way, before way before our time. Way before our time, yeah. Um, the next day, so Sunday, an explosion went off at the local bowling alley, mm. which is by the racetrack. Bowling alley? Yeah. You didn't know that was there? No,
1: I didn't know there was a bowling yep, alley. I
0: went to it once. Um, is it still a bowling alley? I don't know anymore. Interesting. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah. But, um... Unless it was a different one. But that was the only one I knew of, and it was super old. Weird. Yeah. But anyway, um, and then the next day after that, Monday, one exploded under the car of an off-duty police officer. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Was he in the car? So it says, thankfully, the police officer was on sick leave and was not injured. Wow. Um, so that was seven bombings in a few days.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: All in freaking Speedway. <laughs> so then the final bombing was um, on September 6th. Well, they didn't know it was the final bombing yet, but. (laughs) um, So after a Speedway High School freshman football game, a man who was a Vietnam War veteran noticed um, a lone gym bag in the parking lot. And it was after all the players had gone inside and all the people were waiting outside for their kids to come out, basically. Mm -hmm. So he just sees it over there. He's like, oh, I'll grab the kid's bag, you Uh know. So, (laughs) yeah. So um, he walks up to it, and before he even gets to it, it explodes, and um, he's, like, walking with his wife, by the way, um, and it severs his right leg and severely injures his left leg um, as well as se- severing um, an artery in his wife's oh my leg. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And he survived Vietnam. I know. Um, so he had to get his leg amputated and... Oh, my gosh. More on him later. But anyway... Um, so, about two weeks later, still no suspects ha- um, had emerged for the bombing. Um, until September 20th, um, which the last bombing was September 6th, so September 20th, the owner of um, a West Side printing shop became suspicious when a man um, dressed in a um, security uniform asked him to reproduce military driver's license with his picture. So, apparently, he had, like, the United States seal in, like, Everything like claiming to be in yeah. the military or whatever, and he wanted it reproduced. Um, um, okay,
2: that's normal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the shop owner called um, the army and the police, and when the the man came back to pick up his documents or whatever, he was arrested, and his name was Brett Kimberlin. Oh, oh wow.
1: snap!
0: Yep. So after he was arrested for that, they uh-huh. got they obtained a search warrant um, for his car and his apartment. Oh. Man. Um, Investigators found wiring similar to those used on the explosive devices. Um, They also found more than 1,000 pounds of marijuana in his apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and more ingredients that were used in the bombings in his apartment, too. Um, Additionally, an eyewitness came forward and identified Kimberly as the man he saw place the parcel in the trash bins Mm. on September 1st. So, um, while no motive was established at trial, po- prosecutors and police believe Kimberlyn went on the bro- bombing spree to deflect attention away from an ongoing investigation of the murder of 65-year-old Julius Cyphers. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> yep. That's
2: cool. I mean, not cool that he did it, but that's interesting. But,
0: but crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I will say around the same time I saw, it wasn't related to him, but a sidebar, um, four employees were kidnapped from Burger Chef in
1: Speedway? Uh-huh, yep. And they're, it's still a... And it's still a mystery, and they uh-huh, don't know. It's still a cold case, yep. Yep, because they found that their bodies. There's a podcast yep. about that. Um, they, They're they in Indy, but um, oh, yeah. when we released the t-shirts at work, they, like, called to interview our... Oh, really? Um, Owners, yeah. Dang, dude. Yep.
0: So, Jono, uh, they were kidnapped from Burger Chef. Four employees were kidnapped from Burger Chef, and, like, they found them... Like the next day or something, dead in like uh, an open field. Have they even field. found them? They found their bodies. Oh, but they just don't know who did they it. They don't. Yeah, they don't. They didn't find who did it. But yeah. it's still a cold case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait,
2: how long ago was that? Just, this is 78. When oh, all it was it, the same year. It,
0: it
1: was 70s. Yeah.
0: The same. shop have happened in the 70s yeah. too. Yeah. That's crazy. 78.
1: 70s was like breeding ground for all criminal activity. Ted Bundy. Like
2: yep. Zodiac was around that time too. Oh,
1: all the serial killers that are like famous are be- are like basically 70s. Dude. Because everyone left their doors unlocked and they trusted everyone know, and like so stu-
0: bring them into the garage.
1: <laughs> well, and there's like a theory that like th- the main generation of the serial killer killers, their parents are from like the Depression era. Oh. So that's then so they sad. all like grew up in that area. Yeah, but girl. who knows? Like if that's actually like real yeah. or anything. But but yeah, man, it was a different time. Like mm-hmm. I remember. I mean, I wasn't even in the '70s, but I was like the '90s, and I would just. And I had my older siblings, but I was, like, six, just running around, you know? like aimlessly. (laughs) Yeah. Around Speedway, where all this happened. Right. Yeah. They used to, like, let their kids do whatever they want, mm -hmm. leave the doors unlocked. Everybody trusted everybody. Yeah. There was no such, maybe, probably, even no such thing as the serial killer term. I don't remember when that came about, but. Yeah, probably. I
0: I remember watching the Ted Dundee tapes, and they were talking... Ted Bundy,
2: that's
0: what I said. You said Ted Dundee. Oh, sorry,
1: Dundee. Dundee! <laughs> Dundee. <award>. Dundee. <laughs> like the Dundies, d d
0: d Anyway, um, yeah, and the Ted Dund- Oh, my gosh, I did say it. I, I did say it! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ted Bundy tips. They were saying that, yeah... <laughs> A serial killer wasn't something they had ever had to worry about before Yeah, they then. didn't even
1: know what So women was. weren't suspicious
0: of yeah. men walking up to them. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it was, it was a totally
1: different time. But yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Keep going. So, um,
0: yeah, they believe that he was trying to deflect attention from the murder of Julius Cyphers. Um, wow. And her murder is still unsolved today. Oh, man. Because the only witness, her husband, died Literally eight months after she was murdered.
1: Oh, my gosh. So there was no time How? for him to go.
0: Um, cancer. Oh, my gosh. Yep.
2: So the guy who killed her wasn't Brett. It was an associate. It was an associate
0: of Brett, which Jordan got it right in the head. He probably hired him because yeah. he was trying to take his girl yeah. and, the, and the girl and the daughter away from him.
1: That's crazy. But
0: um, also back to the man who lost his leg. Um, so, yeah, these are the, kind of the effects, like you were saying. Uh-huh. Um he ended up committing suicide Yeesh. in 1983 from severe depression following the trauma of this yeah. accident.
2: Well, I mean, he's been in Vietnam,
0: right? Not only do That's you yeah. have war, war anyway.
2: PTSD.
1: It's like or... you, yeah. You
0: think you die in war, but you get home safe, and then you think you're in the clear, and then you die at home, or you, you know, lose right. your leg at home, yeah.
2: and still probably deal with PTSD just from the war. Right?
0: Oh, yeah. And then right. PTSD from being mm-hmm. freaking yeah. blown up. That's yep. crazy. He's not
2: feeling safe anywhere, like he says. Yeah. Yep,
0: but his um, the wife who like s- severed an artery in her leg. Um, mm-hmm. She ended up um, suing uh, Brett Kimberlin for Good. one point six million dollars. Nice, but she never saw a penny of yeah, it. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yep. <laughs> um, so anyway, following <sighs> Brett Kimberlin in June nineteen eighty one. So what about four years later? Mm-hmm. He was convicted. Um, His sentences, um, including his sentences for other crimes, were um, a total of 51 years, six months, and 19 days. Still not long enough. Not long (laughs) enough. And here's the thing, too, um, that's annoying. Um, Did he get out on good behavior or something? Well, he was released in 2001. So I was doing the math, and I'm like, okay, 81 to 2001 is not 51 years. (laughs) (laughs) Not even close.
1: Um, 2001, dude, I was in first grade at Speedway, like at newbie in Speedway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he was still living in Speedway, I don't know. Yeah. It says he currently lives in Maryland,
0: um, and he, he can still denies having any part of the bombings. So. (laughs)
1: yeah you and your thousand pounds of weed and your stuff to make bombs well and it says this says um, after the conviction the prosecutors released like
0: yellow legal pads that they compensated from him um, where it had detailed plans to kill eyewitnesses and prosecutors in the case as well as stage another series of bombings to provide him with an alibi so wow and he yeah claims that he had nothing to do with it (laughs) Wow. But, well, yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for plus. being here. Plus. But I, I just couldn't, couldn't sleep last night when I looked all that stuff <laughs> up. Yeah. So I was like, what if he's here in my room? He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> in Maryland.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. That's but, funny. Um, <laughs> what
2: if he's here in my room right <laughs> now? <laughs>
1: <And> I'm like, <laughs> oh, John, no John is here. Whatsoever. John went linear. Okay, we're good. <laughs> That's so funny.
0: But it's just crazy thinking that all that happened, like, because I was born in 91, and you were born in 94. Mm-hmm. You know, that was like 20 years before us almost. Or not
1: 20. Yeah, but like um. in the fact, like, I wonder where he was in prison. Like, oh, yeah. <clears throat> I was in first grade. What grade were you in, in 2001? I was
0: in third. Probably fourth or fifth, yeah.
1: Like, if he would have came back to Speedway, we would have been around him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cray. 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 But I thought it was just
0: crazy that he literally, like, worked where you work and like
1: I know probably lived
0: in Speedway where you know close to where we lived or whatever but
1: yeah I want to know the addresses
0: (laughs) let's go visit let's go (laughs) see it
1: (laughs) that's so funny yeah but eight bombings dude that's crazy crazy yeah all right Donna what are your closing thoughts on that
2: um I love stories like these. <laughs> <laughs> they do keep like keep me up at night, but I like that. I like that they get in my head. Yeah. But that's just that's like those are the kind of movies. They do I like keep you up
1: at night. Yeah, I... like
0: we don't like that they happened, but yeah. they're very like engaging. Like, and...
2: I was recently looking up stuff about the Charles Manson murders, which I never really knew much about.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the more I looked up, I was like. I was like, I'm not going to sleep tonight, but I just wanted to keep reading more.
1: I've had one, and I, you guys know I love true crime and I listen all mm-hmm. the time. I've had, I've had one, um, like story that has wrecked me for weeks. And it was like the, ep- like the podcast that they were doing, they had actual recordings of oh, the guy. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's it was cool. like, I, I couldn't handle it. Like, yeah. I was like, it's just so c- cold and dead and like, yeah. I just couldn't handle it. Well,
0: that's how the other yeah, Ted Bundy tapes was for me. Cause yeah, we, I, I never finished it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, like, hearing him talk, yeah, was horrifying.
1: Yeah.
2: It's, it's funny listening to Charles Manson talk because he is as, as insane as he sounds He's, like in the stories. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. just, he'll like, just randomly talk gibberish <laughs> for wow. no reason. He's, anyway. yeah. Wow.
1: I love it. I
2: love it. Come in all shapes and sizes. But
1: anyways. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, We've got, I've got a list of dumb crimes or silly crimes. Silly
0: ones. You mean like the one where she ate fried chicken with the fork right. and yeah. <laughs> got arrested?
1: Yeah. Um, so here's just a few. Um, a man high on bath salts breaks into a house and puts up Christmas decorations.
2: <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'd be like, hey, cool, thanks.
1: <laughs> Save me some time. No. <laughs> um, a man reports thieves stole his cannabis plant, his marijuana plant, and gets himself arrested. Uh, <laughs> wow. Come oh. on, man.
2: I have one that I saw on Judge Judy once. Yeah there are these two guys who are being accused of stealing some girl's purse or wallet. And uh, Judge Judy's asked the girl, she's like, well, what was in the wallet? And she was like, well, there was, you know, five dollars, there's my license, and one of the guys was like, oh, ma'am, there was not five dollars in the wallet. Oh, and <laughs> she's yeah. just like, well, there you have it, uh, dumb and dumber here, and then he
1: just <laughs> closed the
2: case. Right he there. knew
1: what was in the wallet. It was really funny. That's hilarious. This Idiot. one says, New Jersey, pooper intendant admits (laughs) to using high school football field as a personal toilet. (laughs) Wow. Suspected burglar breaks into escape room, can't figure out how to escape. Uh (laughs) Why would he break in? Try to steal something from there? I don't know. Weirdo. A woman tries to trade an Olive Garden salad for drugs. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) Caprizi salad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. There you have it. There's our true crime fun wow. episode. Yeah, it's time for Factor, Factor, fiction. Factor. fiction. Nice job. <laughs> I'm just picturing the
2: bass drop. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you don't have any, Jesse, right? Nope. Okay. I let Donna do two, mine. Donna has time. one. Oh, okay, so I already no. forgot
2: mine. Dang it.
1: You didn't write it down.
2: No. Come
1: on, Hubs. Is it on your most recent search or whatever?
2: Here, just do yours and maybe it'll come to me. Okay.
1: <laughs> um, you ready? Mhm. Thomas Jefferson was the second president of the United States. Fact or fiction. Uh oh gosh. Wait, so Thomas Jefferson was the second president of the United States. Uh-huh. Fact. Well I mean fiction. Fact. Fiction. Yeah. Fiction. Fiction. Ah, John Adams was the second president. The
2: only reason I know is because we're watching Boy Meets World right now, and they go to John Adams High, and I'm like, oh yeah, he was the second president.
1: (laughs) See, I would have had no idea. That's like a Slumdog Millionaire type thing. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas Jefferson. I wrote down TJ. I don't know if he What up TJ. TJ. (laughs) He was the third president. Third. Oh. George
2: Washington. Do you remember yours? Yes, I
1: remember. (laughs) Um. Wow, <laughs> I never learned that song. Me neither. He doesn't have a state song though. Alabama, Alabama. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Arkansas California, California <laughs> Colorado. I sing this Connecticut. To him all the time.
2: She's saying it like. Three times, one time.
1: <laughs> In Except she, she
2: replaced every state with Lydia somehow. <laughs> yeah. Like Ella, Lydia, Arkin Lydia. <laughs> oh, hi, Lydia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Lydia. Yeah, exactly.
2: Lyd Yoming. I was
1: doing lid Yoming <laughs> That's so good.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember mine. That was okay. So good. Um, so we all know the movie The Dark Knight. Never seen it. Um,
1: this is, like, one of the only Blu-rays so, you own. <laughs> this,
2: the scene where the Joker, Heath Ledger, is walking from the hospital as it's blowing up, and he stops. And he's, you know, like, what? My thing's not working. That scene was completely improvised by Heath Ledger. Fact or fiction?
1: I know the answer. I understand. too. Fact. Fact.
2: Fiction. <gasps> They rehearsed that scene multiple, multiple times, what? because they had to time out. They actually, they only had one shot at the scene, because they were blowing right. up a real building. So they had to have rehearsed the scene multiple times with Keith Ledger. So, even though it was... Their one take, and he did all that mm. the first time, it was not completely improvised.
0: Dang. Wow, so my whole life is crushed. There you go.
2: <laughs> I'm sure somebody will still try to debunk that, but I believe
0: Well, it. if he just did it, even on the, that's the third time he did it, he still made it up.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Ready? <laughs> yep. This is a good one. <laughs> Fact or fiction? Both Nicolas Cage and Michael Jordan were married to the same person at different times.
2: That, that is so funny if that's true.
0: Fact or
1: fiction? I'm gonna say fact
2: because I want it to be true.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna say fiction because it's ridiculous. Fact. Yes. Both men were married to Lisa Marie Presley. She's Elvis's She's, daughter. Oh. oh. She's a wide range of taste. Hey, and then <laughs> don't discriminate.
0: Don't discriminate. I,
2: think cages of
0: national <laughs> pressure. Right? I said it that one time when oh, we were yeah. playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so rappers are singers too, don't discriminate. Dad,
1: rappers are singers too, don't discriminate.
2: <laughs> you remember that? I do. That was when we
1: played True American, yeah. There. Rappers in Josh goes, "Oh, day." Yeah. <laughs> because we, the rule was we had to sing everything. Uh, yeah, And you forgot, but you were rapping. You rapped it. And then Josh said, "You're supposed to sing it." And I said, "Rappers this are singers too. St- don't, don't discriminate." discriminate. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my god. Cool. Um we are asking everybody to send us some fall traditions that you have. Yeah. Things that you do with your family, yeah. Halloween traditions, send us your spooky hometown stories your fun stories yeah all the things because that's what our new series
0: is on it's on the fall stuff fall traditions yep oh um, boy all right mm. John, I'll sign
1: us off <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh thank you for joining the podcast what are we called we're called that they're called that's Too where Wild. can they get uh, a hold of us that's too loud podcast at gmail.com.
1: <laughs> so I, I listen every Where are week. we on social media?
2: Uh, that's Too Loud Podcast on Instagram
1: <laughs> and Facebook. Yeah.
2: I, I'm remembering this all by myself.
1: I didn't help him <laughs> at all. Cool. Thanks, Jonah, for joining us. Thank you, for Thanks, having me. babe, for sitting in.
0: Yeah, yeah Yay, you guys there.
1: heard his voice. He said, yep. Alright. Yep. We'll see, we'll hear you, well you'll hear us next time.
2: We'll hear you next time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you ever talk to me, say happy birthday. It's your birthday, birthday
2: Jordan. Happy birthday, Jordan.
1: Oh yeah, we're, we're going to Kings Island <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Yay. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.